Hello! You are listening to the Dungeon Boys Podcast. This is our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. We're basically a bunch of seven friends telling a story, Dungeons and Dragons style, with a tad bit of science fiction homebrew added in the mix. As most of you know already, this podcast is 1000% for adults, because we say fuck a lot and other obscenities. Nuts. Dicks. Fuck. Dicks. Fuck. Dicks and balls. Content warnings can always be found in the episode description, along with links to all of our social media, which you can find fun other Dungeon Boys content. Or you can come hang out with us in Discord and join our community. The Dungeon Boys is made up of six phenomenal players. Lindsay, who plays Six, the Tabaxi Rogue. Arlen, who plays Valen, the Winged Tiefling Warlock. Anthony, who plays Grayson, the Half-Elf Ranger. Dylan, who plays Temple, the Warforged Monk. Ellie, who plays Pants, the Artificer Kobold. And Grant, who plays Kathal Tarash, the Golden Dragonborn Barbarian. And my name's Justine. I am your Dungeon Master of this campaign, and also the writer of this adventure. And now, the Dungeon Boys proudly present Stardust Echoes. Last episode, deep in the depths of the black market of Stratus, Temple sobered up. Valen and Pants had a wonderful heart-to-heart about Pants stealing things, and the boys found many goods in the black market, but not the information that they needed to get into the secretive fighting pits. As they inched closer and closer to the knowledge they were seeking, Temple went to sit in the thick of the crowd, mustache stuck on for disguise, to see if he could overhear information. While the rest of the Harper's Requiem went to see Professor Noxious of the Soggy Chicken Tailor Shop. Eyeing robes of power and bags of holding, the group asked for even more rare items and possible information. And Professor Noxious locked her shop door, gathered them into a close group, and cast Zone of Truth on them. Lights, camera, action. (laughs) So you see green mist sort of start to float around her. It's coming and it's pouring out of the ends of her jacket wrist holes around her hands. And then it starts to slowly encircle you all. You feel fine, trusting, accepting, safer. Professor Noxious has now cast Zone of Truth upon you. This spell is a magical zone that tries to resist you from deceiving her. If you do attempt to deceive her, you must roll a charisma saving throw with your dice. If you fail the save, your eyes gloss over with this green mist glow, and her spell takes effect, and you cannot lie to her. Shit. Ah, shit. Good luck, Valwyn. 
Thank you. <laughs> so she looks at you all, cocks her head, and says, Do you work for the council? We, yeah, we are not currently employed by the council. I'm rolling a charisma saving throw. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Well, is that a lie? <laughs> He's prepping for what he wants to say, I think. Uh, uh, uh. Justine, what's the uh, save DC on that? I assume it's more than nine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Will you report any illegal favors or doings to any kind of authorities while here? I turned around to look at everybody, kind of gesture. I'm like, do we look like the kind of people that would report anything? Mm-mm-mm. Nice try, Tiefling. And then she looks at Torash. Yes or no? We have currently done our own dealings that have been illegal. So I think you are in safe hands. Again, not a yes or a no. Looks at six. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep your secrets. And you're not lying? No. She smiles, drops the spell. Oh, no. You now know you've been spelled. So the awareness comes to you that she just cast a spell on you. Sorry, uh, when I deal in illegal things, I have to make sure I'm sure you understand. And then she unco- unpulls the other bookshelf and you see jars of organs, Ooh. eyeballs, Ooh. hands, Ooh. brains, tons of illegal body parts. I deal in experiments. And also there's a beautiful coat and instantly most of you would recognize this is a coat from the Feywild. Mm. A creature from the Feywild, which is extremely rare and illegal. Too bad Pants is in here. I feel like he would really enjoy this. Pants and heroin. Remember? Eyeballs in her shack. <laughs> that that coat, what is it? It is from a Feywild unicorn. I killed it myself. Aww. Now for all of you, you would know the Feywild was a realm that existed parallel to this realm. However, when the first black holes started appearing, uh, like the latest one, that realm was closed off and no one has really gotten to it yet. So is, is, is so is this like a pelt or is this like a, a jacket that she made out of this? It's like a long, like think of those coats that like fancy women wear like Corella de Ville made of pelts. Sure. It's like that. And above the table, is it like a cool magic item or is it just like flavored as just like unicorn? It's flavored as unicorn and it's to give you a clue of another realm that might have been destroyed by the council. Gotcha. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at her, and I'll be like, "It seems also like you. Um, what if I were to let you study something? What what a value is that to you? Nothing. <laughs> and then I'll like lift my hand up, and then you'll see like the crystal and how it's embedded. You see like three spectacles come in front of her eye, like it's really long, and she kind of peers at it. Spy kids. I was like, I'm not going to give you it, but if you want to run some tests and experiments later. Oh, I don't do the experiments. I give the parts for experiments, which brings us to our favor, Warlock. And that's what she says after looking at it, and then boop, 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 the things go back. She says, I want three fresh body parts from you. What body parts can we get for you? Any, any creature, any kind, as long as they have blood 
in them that is fresh. Uh, I'm going to do an insight check just to see what the fuck she wants these body parts for, see if I can glean any kind of information from that. Okay. Valen is very on board. I'll fucking cut the fuckers. Hey, can I do the... Uh, Grayson rolled a 19. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say, can I hop in on this? But I think you should be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very insightful. Yes, Grayson, you kind of look around. You see the freshness of the body parts, the type of body parts you have. Basically building necromancing type yeah. things to build creatures yeah. and 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 yeah. Yeah. Creepy black market shit. Yeah. Alright. Alright, so if we come back with these three items, what are we entitled to? One robe of your choosing and um yes, that'll be it. Or the bag. We want the bag and the robe of stars. Mm. We'll bring you back a whole body of a dead creature with blood in it for the rope of stars in the bag of holding. You even know what the rope does? I do. Hmm, you are the most interesting customer I've had in ages. Very well, I will definitely give you the bag and I possibly can be persuaded for more once I see the integrity of the creature. But, you'll probably need to fight something to kill something, if I am not mistaken. Yes. Do you know how to get into the fighting pits? Um, that's actually why we came here. One of the reasons. There's a password. Do you happen to know the password? I do. But I think I will let you figure it out. And she goes behind the counter. Is it a fucking riddle? Oh, God. Looks at you all. One of us always tells the truth. And it says... It speaks without a mouth. It hears without ears. Its body is there, but not. And it travels farther than the wind. What is it? I fucking hate riddles. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just make a trade for this information? (laughs) Of course. I've got some really sweet mushrooms. Let me see them. You, You might be interested in them. Oh, no, I'm talking like... <laughs> no, I'm talking like this. Speaks without a mouth, hears without ears. Its body is there, but not travels further than the wind. What is it? I don't fucking know. How do you... Uh... The only thing I the only thing I could think of would be words or sound. Yeah, rumors, something like that. Rumors, yeah. Secrets. That's what I was thinking. First of all, man, it's a secret. Like a cave, maybe? Let me see the mushrooms. You guys fucking suck. <laughs> Do you pull the mushrooms out, Six? Yeah, here you go. Ooh. Six is trying to wheel and deal. The the three dudes are just trying to put their heads together. Not only. We, I'll trade these mushrooms for the password, and you give us very detailed instructions on how to get to these fighting pits. No fucking around. Okay. I cast my own zone of truth on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Speaks without a mouth. It hears without ears. Its body is there, but not. It travels farther than wind. What is it? I'll make it even better. Yeah, a secret? I'll give you the... No. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I'll give you the info, but if you give me the information to this riddle, I will give you the bag of holding for free. Oh. Shit. It's Pikachu! Fuck! It's fucking Pikachu! It's Fuck! Fuck! 
She just thinks that you guys are super interesting. Yeah. So she's being generous. She takes the mushrooms. She's going to inspect them. If you guys want to talk about the things, she's going to be inspecting them while you guys try to figure it out. It speaks without a mouth. It hears without ears. It's a David Body Fincher movie. Is there, but <laughs> nope. not. <laughs> Travels farther than the wind. Do you give up? No. Lindsay hates me so much right now. I fucking hate riddles. <gasps> riddles. <laughs> Riddle me piss. Okay, I won't do them anymore. Uh, Jesus. No, no, that's fine. I just, this one's really hard. That's the thing. So, like, speech without a mouth. It's like, it's like sound or like an echo or something like reverberating, right? But, like, here's without ears. I don't know what the fuck that is. Body's there, but not. I don't know. Do you say it in character? Uh, this is Anthony talking out loud. Oh. Is it? An echo? Oh, farther with wind. Yeah, echo. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Answer it as Grayson. Grayson says, just kind of like half thinking out loud to himself, an echo? Yes! Yes! And she claps. Mm. Big golem vibes from, from this NPC. Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty intense. Tarish does like a Tarish does like a little golf clap. Very good job, Grayson. And then she kind of like gallops almost like sideways over to the bag. No, nope. don't like that. And throws it at six. She catches it. <laughs> All right. Well, now you know your password. I will tell you it expires every two hours. So good luck. When did this one start? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you can roll inside if you want. Yes, I'm gonna roll insight. I'll roll insight because I want to fucking get in on a roll. Oh fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Oh, no, not you. My um, Taurus rolled an eighteen on insight. I rolled a six. <laughs> Balan, you don't know shit per usual. <laughs> fuck you, uh, Torash, Um, she's lying. You know we've played your game. We are no longer interested in playing games. I can tell that you're not telling the truth, so it would be greatly appreciated if you told us when this password started so we may go on with our business. I believe Entros has that information at the bookshop. Yeah, but it's also something that you have, so... Fine, you have an hour. Now get out of my shop. And she takes the mushrooms and puts them in her pocket. Hey, hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't tell the... us how to get there. We answered your riddle for the, for the password and the... The bag of holding. But I gave you the bag of holding. For free, if we got it. Yeah, for, right, but the mushrooms, mushrooms were for information. Free. Mushrooms aren't for free. You need to tell us how to get there, lady. Yeah, ma. Fine, fine. You say the password under the statues. Which statues? The only, there's only three statues. Okay, great. The ones where Temple is conveniently parked. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. We thank you. We thank you for your time, Professor. Please come back with a fresh body. <laughs> yep. Gross. <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> yep. As we walk out, I'll be like, hey, uh, Grayson, uh, do you think we could find Stoner? Poor Stoner. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus. We have a bag of holding, we can just ambush him and just shove him in the bag of holding uh, and then just that's what, suffocate that, that's him. That's exactly what I'm thinking, so I mean, yeah. he's already, he's obviously not something that uh, someone that, that Fanson's really worried about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucking awful. <laughs> He's just a degenerate. They got temples now here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go around just kidnapping people. Just whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> We have lots of bag men. 
six. Add the bag of holding to your character sheet. My my inventory? Yeah. You can give it to someone else or pants if you want, but I'm gonna pass it to Grayson. Okay. Say you hang on to this. I don't want I don't want this. I don't wanna hang on to it. Valen, here. Fucking here. I'll, here. I'll, Fine, I, I reach out, I reach okay. out, I'm like, here, pass oh, Torash beat you. Yeah, Torash beat you to it. Here, Torash. It's yours. Thank you. Sorry, archaeologist. Flavor-wise, what does our bag of holding look like? Can it be a fanny pack? <laughs> the bag of... The fanny pack of holding. Nice. Two feet <laughs> the fa- long. The fanny satchel of holding. The fanny pack of holding. It looks like a shimmery material of a dark gray with a little bit of sparkle to it. And there are... Yeah. You know when you look at like a like classic image of a microchip? Yeah. Those like little blue lines that shoot up. It kind of has those like scattering around it. Cool. Um, okay, cool. So as you guys are exiting the shop, we are going to switch to Temple. Mm-hmm. So we go back, you, we pan back to the, these three statues that are together. There's a flame lit, in, lit as their hands touch that kind of lights the entire bazaar in very dark, long shadows. Temple approaches these 40-foot-tall statues, looks up, looks around. Temple, you take it away. I'd like to roll investigation, and what he's looking for is just if this is a, um, a decent place to... Uh, set up and possibly do uh, some sort of performative like meditation kind of showing putting his key on display to try to like gather people in so that he can overhear some information yeah you actually don't even need to roll for that this would be a phenomenal place for that because it's the biggest pathways to get into the bazaar on either side um, besides the main entrance that you guys went through and this is also where a lot of the tables are um, for the greasy butterfly Okay, cool. So he he puts the cup down. He uh, sits in his usual, uh, you know, full lotus kind of meditative seat and uh, putting his hands out in front of him, uh, he starts to channel key. Uh, One hand is uh, the hand of harm. The other is the hand of healing. And he's going to do um, sort of like mudras with his hands kind of alternating the key back and forth between his hands to, you know, just as like a showy... Thing. And then uh, here's the uh, Dylan's fun cultural appropriation hour. Um, he's going to oh, do a uh, mantra with that um, to draw attention. So here we go. Here's the to, to give a source to it. It's the hundred syllable mantra of Vajrasattva. So there's the source. <laughs> um, and here I go botching it. Om Vajrasattva Samayam Anupalya Vajrasattva Tvenopatastva Dredo Me Bhadva Sutosyo Me Bhava Suposyo Ve Bhava And he just goes on and on and on doing this and you see Ki bouncing back and forth and you see it going up and down his arms and um, he's putting on quite a spectacle of, of uh, sort of like an elegant display of Ki art Love stuff. it. Roll performance. You got it. Um, Way to go. Oh, man. Uh, since I did the <laughs> since I did the mantra thing, can I have a point of inspiration? Ah. <laughs> Do you have one? No. Oh, I don't need it. Nice. <laughs> 17. Right on. Yeah. I have a minus one to performance. So that was, you have a minus one to performance? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that yeah. made my butt clench a little bit. <laughs> uh. 
big clunky ass robot. Did you, uh, did you just pucker a little? Yeah. A little bit of yeah. pucker? Um, yeah, 17 people instantly turn their heads. No one really performs here because no one wants attention drawn to themselves. So they're just like, whoa. Their eyes are already on him, so might as well. Yeah. And they kind of are just like, this is fascinating. And they're very interested in what you're doing. They kind of look around at each other. And then one one younger half-orc walks up and she kind of cocks her head. She's just watching the key and light bounce around. And then she holds out her wrist. And in this world, that is a sign of, I want to give you credits. Oh, making money. How would I accept them? Or would uh, would Temple recognize that? Yes. Okay. And then so... you'd, you'd probably just hold your wrist out back to her. Okay. Um, he's going to channel the key uh, off to, you know, both light and dark into his offhand, extend his wrist and, um, you know, exchange. And then he's going to move the key through to her hand so that she can feel sort of the elation of like the hand of healing, mm. sort of like that, that kind of uplifting feeling from that as a thanks. And then he goes back to his mantra and continues. And then as soon as she turns her back, hits him with the hand of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the credits, nerd. <laughs> so takes the rest, and then takes the rest of her and credits. Says, and says, now we're going to harvest all your organs. <laughs> yes, straight and you up. guys come up behind with the bag. And- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got her. <laughs> so she smiles, her tusked teeth, like the grin is super big. And you now have 10 credits. Awesome. Yeah, he gives gives her a nod and continues the performance. Uh, can I kind of extend and like try to listen out into the crowd? Because there's, I think, a sort of a bunch of people gathered. I'm wondering if maybe there's a higher chance that maybe I can overhear something. Yep, roll perception. Temple rolled a nine. Yeah, people are basically just talking about you right now. They're very excited, so you can't hear anything yet. Okay, I think he clues into that, and so I think he, rather than innovating and doing new movements and stuff, I think he goes back to sort of like simpler motions to kind of bring it down a little bit and kind of hope that the crowd, you know, is still gathered around and, you know, is still kind of milling about, but maybe a little less, you know, it's like, oh, okay, this is just his act, that's fine. Maybe lose interest a bit. Yeah, no, that's that makes sense. Um, with that part, we're going to go ahead and switch back now to the other group, if that's okay. Cool. Perfect. Uh, so you all just left the soggy chicken tailor shop where Professor Noxious was, and you have a new side quest, which is get a body part. When we um, walk out of the shop, do we instantly see the crowd and Temple's performance? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Can while uh, while Six very much appreciates what Temple is doing, can she? Um, maybe go over and tell him to fucking cool his jets and not draw so much attention to them. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go over there. So you push through the crowd and you walk up and people are like, ooh, like another performer as you go up to Temple. So she just grabs his arm and says, hey, hey, Temple. Love, love what you're doing. Love your mantra. Maybe, maybe not right now. Maybe not. Maybe not the place. Think we should keep a keep a low pro, you know what I mean? Six. This was your opportunity to move around the crowd, and he he moves key through your arm, and so now uh, you have like that sort of elated feeling of uh, that the light 
key uh, in you, and I think he channels it around, so it kind of does like a hoop through your arms back to his. Oh, okay. As sort of like a fun thing. He's like, either join in or go back and investigate the crowd. Um, no, uh, yeah, this is all fun. Love this. Love this for you. Um, again, I don't know if we should be drawing so much attention to ourselves. And also, we've got a, we've got another quest now. Temple jumps up and uh, is going to, I think, pretend spar with you, but in sort of like a twirling, almost capoeira dance sort of thing. Ooh, sexy dance fighting. He's not trying to hit you, but he's, you know, dancing around you and moving key around. And he's he's not, uh, not going to let up. He's... <laughs> It's a dancing master. I have a question. Do are Valen, Torash, and Grayson also in the crowd now? Yeah, yeah. we followed yeah. over. Six just sighs and rolls her eyes and is like, "Ah, this motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> they already have their eyes on me moving through the crowd. I might as well make the most of it. I need Grayson to roll a dexterity saving throw. Hell yeah! Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Grayson rolled a twenty-two. Grayson, you feel. <laughs> right past your neck and see the person in front of you has a dart in their back that was obviously meant for you and then that person kind of uh, like acts a little drunk and walks away yeah and you don't know where that came from well it came from behind him so well yeah but you there's he looks behind and there's just a crowd of people great I am with uh Valen and Torash yeah I grab the two of them by their shoulders and kind of uh, whisper so that like you know we're not trying too much attention to ourselves I think someone's here is trying to kill me we have the password let's just go down well we gotta get the two dancers out of here somehow so um temple temple of perception again that's a 13 you hear to the side as you're dancing around six and hopping around this is all kind of happening at the same time mm-hmm um, I feel like it's like the build. It's awesome. Um, you hear someone say the words deck of holding. And then you hear someone else say Phantom agreed. Can I zero in on these people as I maybe I do a performance check and if I roll well enough, maybe I can like get close to them, continue the act, but also kind of get eyes on who might have said that. Yeah. Okay. Go roll with advantage. <laughs> that one. Fuck. <laughs> oh, is six playing along? Well, I did just give you advantage because six is in the pit, the pit helping she, you. I think she's just trying to like grab him and he keeps evading her. He's like a slippery little piece of soap. <laughs> so it looks kind of like she's dancing with him, but she's really just trying to fucking get him out of there. <laughs> nice. DM, what do you think? Does that count as advantage? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. 16. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, yes, you see uh, a cyborg mech, and you see a tiefling talking about this. Um, as Temple sort of, uh, you know, ducks around, spins, comes back around to phase six, there's a metal man and a, and a tiefling talking about Phantom and a deck of, I, I missed it, but something important about Phantom. 
Okay, Six, let's wrap this up. Uh, take my arm. We're going to spin with our wrists extended and see if we can gather as many credits as we can. Oh, hell yeah. Now that I can get on board with. <laughs> and they're, going, they're going to spin with their wrists extended and and hope that people also extend theirs and tip. And it's just like... That's amazing. Sort of like high-fiving the crowd as the hands go by. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Six roll performance. That's hilarious. I love it. Oh, fuck five. How about an advantage because I had the idea? Woo, let's do it. Come on, DM. Come on. Come on, DM. Oh, my God. The big finish. Yeah. Fine. Sure. Yeah? Yes? Okay, okay. Oh, Thanks. she says, you yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Woo, nine. Wow. Six roll nine. Oh. This is barely better. It's a nine. Barely better. All right, six, you get 22 credits. What? Temple, you get 97 credits. Yeah, yeah. that's useless to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I tap six's wrist and transfer the money to her, and and then I bow to the crowd. Okay. Wait, you transfer all the money to me? Yeah. Temple doesn't need money. Wait, so how much, how much is that total? 97 plus 22. 22. So 100 and... No, 119. 119. Math. Math. That's 119. Okay, so I add 119. Thank you for playing along. Ah. That was pretty fun. We should dance more often. Okay, yeah, then I'll yell, um, I'll cast Amaturgy to kind of disperse the crowd, because I'm assuming that everyone here is like... It's it's a it's a shady market, so like yeah, everyone thinks that someone's looking for them. So that that's the whole idea. <laughs> so I, I I throw my voice yep. and be like, hey, look, there he is. Go get him. Roll performance with advantage. Come on, how'd it go? I think that's a natural one. Hey pal, how'd it go? Um, deception. I'll take deception. Um, that's a um, fifteen. A seven plus eight. Yeah, what? Three fourths of the crowd all fuck. And get out of there yeah. immediately. So just, There's still some people hanging around, but I think they see Temple and Six are like done. They collected yeah. credits. So they're just continuing conversations. They're not necessarily paying attention to you. Um, and as Temple and Six look, Grayson's eyes are wide. Yeah. And at that point, I would like kind of like urge us to move forward to them, kind of flowing with the crowd and zigzagging through. So we kind of like blend in to grab Temple and Six. So I forgot that I had Hunter's marked Stoner. So I'm going to try to find him right now. Yeah, can you explain to me how that works? Because I know that's like the new version of it. Uh, Hunter's Mark. I mean, it's it's just a spell. Uh, choose a creature exceed within range. Basically, mark as your core until spell ends. You deal an extra one d six of damage whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. I have advantage on perception and survival checks made to find it. Okay, so roll perception with advantage. Great. Well, that's a natural twenty for a twenty nine on my first roll, oh, so I don't nice. think I need to roll with wow. advantage. Nice. Hell yeah. No. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you a lot of info. Alright, So, great. Stoner, you instantly spot him. Yeah. It's almost like your senses just draw you right to him, the magic. Yeah. And he is sitting at the bar. Yeah. He is very drunk. Yeah. And you're so perceptive of his movements that you can tell he's been there for a very long time, and he's really out of it. Yeah. Like, he's been drinking more. Yeah. Let's put him in the bag of holding. Yeah, I was gonna say, Torash, give me the bag. Sure. You're gonna kill someone? He has ten minutes of air in there. Yeah, it's ten, yeah. Oh my god. I shouldn't have given you the damn bag. Okay. As I'm as I'm handing it to him, uh, what are you doing with it? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, getting a passenger. Make a distraction for me, please. <laughs> and I start walking towards a uh, stoner. Breathe fire straight up or something. <laughs> I was thinking about. Do that. I do I do I hear this? 
Yeah, you're all together. Okay, um, then I'm going to uh, <laughs> cause a distraction. I'm, you're going to see me extend my left hand up, and then I'm going to cast um, my uh, a cantrip uh, firebolt. And basically, I'm just shooting like firebolts into the air, like fireworks. Incredible. Just like they're like kind of exploring, just just like kind of like performing in that and just like kind of shooting up. And then also like while I'm doing that, I'm like jumping up and then flying in the air and just performing as well. And just kind of keep throwing them up in the air to kind of drive one's attention. Bizarre is crazy today, guys. I'll never <laughs> believe. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So instead of you rolling performance, I will have Grayson roll stealth with advantage. Cool. That works. That, that totally works. Because folks are distracted. Mm-hmm. So I normally have disadvantage with stealth. So with advantage, it's going to be a straight roll, right? Yep. Yep. Why do you have disadvantage with stealth? Uh, my armor. Oh. You're not still wearing your Blade Runner getup? I am wearing my Blade Runner getup, but like the, the jacket I'm wearing is counting as my scale mail armor. So it's like a kind of uh, motorcycle uh-huh. jacket and scale mail gives it disadvantage. Yeah. But 24 to stealth. 24. Yeah, fucking everyone looks at the fireworks because I think they're gunshots. And they're just like, whoa, does this tiefling doing? Yeah. Like? Oh, tricky, <laughs> and, dude. And Stoner looks up. <laughs> that look just uh, Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to put his hand up to greet you. And I uh, just close the distance, open the bag, and just whoop it over his head. Glomp. <laughs> whoop it and put it back over my shoulder and... No one sees it. Yeah. Wow. You now have a fucking prisoner in your bag of holding. Hilarious. We had it for five minutes and we're already abusing it. <laughs> we all play too much D&D. Yeah. <laughs> Grayson, roll dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Uh, 13. So, Grayson, you're literally walking in here. And you feel a strange, like, thud against your back. Mm-hmm. You instantly realize it's the dart, but you don't feel anything. And then a dragon claw peeks up under your armor, kind of trying to grab your neck. And Azuran's starting to fall down your back. He got hit with the dart. Oh, little baby. Do you catch him? Yeah, of course I catch him. Little baby. Now let that fucker fall. I drop kick him. (laughs) (laughs) And you look, you look, and there is a dart in him. He is not. Unconscious, but he looks very woozy. Electricity kind of pops out of yeah. him here and there, and he's just like, for sure, for sure, for sure. Would this be considered like poisoned? Uh, it's definitely a tranquilizer. Okay, uh, I pull the dart out of him and I uh, give him the elixir of health, which clears him of any status effects. Oh, nice! Instantly, nice. Yep. Um. Yeah. You. I will say because he's a small creature. Hmm. Nah, no, it's okay. So you use the, the elixir, you, you pour it on the wound, you, you tip it into his mouth, yeah. and you see electricity kind of start at his mouth and zzz, like through his body, almost like it's cleansing him. Yep. And then he looks at you, looks around, goes, <laughs> and then goes back underneath your coat instantly. Um, and I'm going to just like dead run back to the group. I'm also going to cast shield while I do that. Is Stoner in the bag? Yeah, Stoner's in the bag. Stoner's in the bag. He's in the bag, baby. <laughs> Stoner's in the bag. So you guys all see Grayson running up with the bag of holding, but he looks, his eyes are wide and there's a shield on him. You can't see the shield. Only only if something comes up to hit you does it flare up as like, like, there's there's magic there. And it doesn't last forever. It's a very short spell. Oh, got it. Okay. Sorry, my bad. If there's anything else coming at him in the next, like, 10 seconds, it'll block it. Oh, hi, Grayson. Oh, nice bag. Thank you. Let's go. And he starts 
<laughs> running towards the three statues. All right. Okay, we start following. I, I see that, and I kind of fly back down, and I land by the statues. Valen, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. I was inspired by your performance, and, you know, we needed a distraction for whatever reason, so I figured, why not? You're all standing there in the statue. Yeah, where do we say the password? Echo, 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 echo. <laughs> you don't know it. You don't know it. I know. But <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Grayson, Grayson says echo. Echo. Loudly. Echo. Okay. So, it's strange, because the entire time you've been in this market, the flames from the statue's palms that have been meeting has been your light source. So now that you're directly under them, you seem to have kind of fallen into the deepest part of the shadows. Your voices say the password, and you hear echo, echo, echo. And the words do seem to echo off these ancient stones. No one notices. You feel the cool shiver of magic run up your spines. Like a cool breeze on a blazing hot day under the two suns. A thin, dull red line of magic appears in a circle around you all. It rumbles, and you start to lower slowly almost like you've suddenly stepped onto an elevator. The ground rises around you, first to your navel, then collarbones, then above your head. But no one in the market seems to notice. It's like this magic is hiding you. You instantly feel cooler. Goosebumps prickle your skin, fur, and scales. The heat of bodies, magic, smoke, the humidity just seems to drip off your skin as you go deeper underground. Five minutes go by. You don't know if the soil around you is simply getting darker because you're going deeper, or if the tension between you all is just growing as you don't know technically where you're going. You've just heard the words, fighting pits. Finally, a thread of purple and red light hits your eyes and starts to grow wider as you lower into this place. Cavern or club? You can't truly tell as the lights instantly flash in your eyes, but it has features of both. Lights pulse on and off to a deep beat and the deep reds and light purples. The stalactites from the top of the roof create shadows that pulse even darker and that pulse even harder in the darkness. You see four floors, and in the center of these floors is a giant gaping pit. The pit is built almost as if an arena. All the floors have seats that slope to see it, and at the far ends opposite of you is a wall made up of a giant engraved statue of a dragon. Ma wide open, the carved out eyes have bright rubies shining in place of them that are pulsing with the lights of this club. The pit is surrounded by huge pillars of carved cobras circling up that hold up each tier of floors. As your eyes finally begin to adjust and you're getting closer to the fourth level, 
you truly see this massive space that you come into. There are tables everywhere, people littered in every piece of it, drinking, gambling, talking, making deals, dancing, watching dancers, smoking. There's so much smoke on each floor that a thick layer of smoke seems to cling to table legs, gravelly floors, and spill almost like waterfalls from one floor to the other. If you thought you had reached the black market before, this is surpassing this is surpassing all preconceived notions that you may have had. This is an impressive space. Alright, let's go find Phantom. Would six have ever been here before? I don't know. It's up to you. Do you wanna do you wanna have been here before? I don't know. With all the trouble it took us to get here. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Probably not. No. Oh yeah, yeah, you just say echoes and it goes down. <laughs> if anything, as she goes down, she goes, Fuck, I've been here before. <laughs> Maybe, maybe like in one of her past lives, she's been there. So like, you know, memories yeah. are. So it's like one of those things. Like the I didn't realize we were talking about these fighting pits. These, <laughs> oh these, these pits. pits. Yeah, I would actually say. Let's say no. You've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As if you've definitely heard of it. Never been. Uh, but yeah, you've never been here. So we're on the top, top level. Yep. We need to get to someone, right? That's we're not, we're not, we're not necessarily going into the pit itself. Well, we need to we need to have an audience with Nicaea, and the way to do that is to enter the fighting pits and win. That's like the surefire way to do it. Do we have any indication of like where Nicaea would be? No. And ask people. Yeah. Uh, and you're also looking for Phantom. That was the two major things you're doing. Grayson's gonna try to abduct her too in the bag of holding. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I gotta put a timer on that. Yeah, our boy. It's been about a minute. He's got he's got time. <laughs> Okay, um, we'll walk around. Um, is there um, a bar? <laughs> yeah, there's a bar in every corner on every level. Okay. Um, uh, well, I mean, we can always start at the bar and go from there, see if anyone has any information. We need to fi- figure out where to um, sign up for the fighting pits. Are we trying to watch or are we trying to get in? Well, there is um, there's a hefty prize, and I feel like we will hold our own. We also get an audience with Nicaea if we win. And yeah, we, and we would get that audience uh, immediately with Nicaea, as Grayson said. So ah. She's the one who will know. If it'll move things along, then I'll do it. But I I really am tired of having a spotlight on me while I fight. <laughs> I feel like I just did this. All right, so we uh, look for the uh, sign-up table. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. We would like to sign up to kill someone. What's going on in the middle of the pits right now? Nothing just like an open space. All right, so we'll, I'm going to walk to the bar and be like... Yeah, there's an orc. He's pouring alcohol. Uh, good sir. How does one sign up to compete? There's about a seven-year waiting list. Who's in charge of... Uh, I, I know Nicaea is, but is there anyone else we can speak to to kind of expedite that process? Hmm. I could take down your party's name. What do you call yourselves? <laughs> um, the Harper's Requiem. This is what we call ourselves. Interesting. All right. What do you want to drink? Um, just ale. You got it. Yep. Pitcher? Oh, yeah, sure. Pulls out a dark ale pitcher, slides it to you. Three credits. All right. I am going to give him three credits. You swipe your wrist? Yep. For Sir Archibald McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What was I? 
Trombone Jones or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking Jones. forgot. That pants gave you all those names. Yeah. yeah you uh, swipe your wrist and then there you go, Archibald. Alright. Uh, thank you, good sir. And I turn around and go back with the pitcher and decide I'm just gonna like, start drinking from the pitcher. There's an open table. The table probably has glasses already on it. Are you guys all following Valen? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I turn around and I'm like, all right, so um, I guess I got us on the list. Uh, it says it's a seven-year wait, but I don't, we don't have that time, so we got to figure something out. We got to find a way to get um, in there now, I guess. Well, we are good at drawing attention to ourselves. That is true. Maybe we can cut the line. Grayson's going to be just scanning this level to see if he can see Phantom and just, like, looking around this entire arena to see if you can see any any sign of phantom. Roll perception. Uh, 19? You don't see her. Okay. Six wants to say to Grayson, Hey, hey, moneybags, you want to maybe sweeten the pot and make it so that we get the get to the front of the line? <sighs> yeah, I'll go talk to the man. As you get up from your chair, you bump into someone. It's an elf. S- sorry. Didn't see you there. I, uh, yeah. Kind of pushes past you, goes right up to Temple. You're a, uh, you're a wolf watch, sir. Yes, I am. My name is Temple. Er, uh, no, it's Trombone, no, it's Temple. My name's Temple. <laughs> Trombone Malone. <laughs> Trombone Jones. Trombone Malone, that's right. Trombone Malone. <laughs> uh, I am one of the followers of Cordella, the goddess of stone and metals. You... Oh, you must be a disciple of hers. Mm. And you get the image. This is a religious fanatic. Yeah, can I do a quick religion check? Yep, absolutely. Fucking <laughs> <Three>. ten. <laughs> you know who Cordella is. That is an actual deity that he is referring to. And he, yeah, he's just looking you up and down. Well, it's nice to meet you. I, I do know Cordella, but I am a follower of the Way of Mercy myself. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, May I inspect your arm? You may look, but please do not touch. (laughs) Absolutely, I respect your boundaries, sir. Actually, I'm going to... I'm sorry, I'm being so rude. My name is Regis. Holds his hand out. It's nice to meet you, Regis. Um, He he goes for a fist bump. (laughs) He uh, fist bumps you back. Ah, I'm sorry, this is so... I never met a war fortune. In our prayers, we often speak of those of the stone and soul and the metals. And he is just, like, almost pacing around you, like, looking at you as you sit at this table. Can I insight check this weirdo? See what the fuck's going on with him? Yeah. Fucking weirdo. (laughs) Maybe not used to this extreme of a reaction, but is used to being looked up and down. Can I insight a check temple to see if he's uncomfortable and if he needs someone to save him? <laughs> go for it. Yeah, let's go. We'll go with Torash first. It was like, it was like fucking like split. Like it was in the corner. It was almost on a natural 20, but uh, uh, Torash rolled a 13 on insight. You can tell that he's being genuine. Okay, I want to roll on, on temple. Sorry, let me rephrase. He's genuinely obsessed with his deity and now is very interested in Jenner. Temple. Not like he has a genuine nature with Temple. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to basically insight and see if, like, you know, like when you're at a bar with a friend and she's getting hit on and you're yep. waiting for like the safe word, you know, that look. I'm looking for that for Temple. Okay, DC will be his armor class, which is 17. Um, that is a 12. 
I think you get the impression that Temple is used to being inspected, though this is a bit more of a close inspection than you may be used to. So he, he's he's sitting and he's letting this happen, but he's he's also keeping an eye on the guy. Grayson sees it, and then do you want to head to the bar? Yeah, I just kind of like eye him up and down. I'm going to do a uh, uh, ocular pat down on him. <laughs> ocular pat down. And dressing him with your eyes. Ocular pat down. I'm gonna. You don't even need to really roll for that. Okay. He's wearing um, silver robes. He has black hair that's very, very long and a ponytail in the back of his head. Fucking ponytail. He has tons of chains underneath his, um, like religious type chains underneath his outfit, and he has a satchel on his back. Cool. You're interested in the soul within the machine. Perhaps I can show you this it might be of interest to you and he snaps his fingers and has light and dark key on both fingertips <gasps> fascinating I'm very much a living being but yes my my shell is a shell and he, he extinguishes the key I apologize it was an honor to meet you I might be back no problem temple and he bows his head temple bows back like almost runs off and he's gone um, I'll, I'll be honest, Temple. Um, I didn't like that very much. I meet a lot of strange people, and yeah, he he made the list of top ten, I'd say. Yeah, he was the number one on my list. Uh, maybe we should take him over too. And I kind of mumble off, not just not to finish the sentence, so he doesn't know that we're trying to like collect <laughs> body parts. <laughs> then again, you all are on that list as well. So, can I do a uh, can I do a perception check to see where he goes? You wouldn't need to. He's on the same level. He ran back to his table. Oh, okay. Does he have buddies there? Yeah. Other other berobed folks. They're hud- they're huddling. Was it a fucking table of ponytails? Fuck them. We're gonna go to Grayson. <laughs> so Grayson, you make your way back to this bar. Yeah. Orc looks at you. What do you want? Um, Harper's Requiem, uh, I know you told my companion that there's a seven-year wait list to fight in the pits. Um, I, is there a way to make it worth your while so we can get in today? Lifts an eyebrow at you. There's a thing. 200. Done. He holds his wrist out. I hold mine. Before, be, just right up. Right when I'm, like, above to, like, actually scan, I'm going to insight check just to see if this guy's legit or if he's just scamming me for 200 credits. Okay, roll insight. Fucking Justine. <laughs> Shake my hand. Yeah, <laughs> 11. Tetris with your credits. <laughs> he seems genuine. Seems genuine. Yeah. <sighs> seems. <laughs> he doesn't know. Classic DM shit. 200. Classic DM shit. <laughs> Yeah, you scan your wrist with him and you go, I'll let the master of games know and I'll give him your name. Thank you. What are you drinking? <sighs> Whiskey if you got it. Top shelf if you can. Absolutely. Pull yours down. Whisk his whiskey in a beautiful like glass that's almost magically iced. No charge. Slides it over to you. I'm just pay $200 for a glass of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Y'all take a seat and kind of settle into the smoky atmosphere, clanking your beers together. And one by one, some of you see that there's a familiar face at the table next to yours. It's Ringo, the cyborg half-human from Hunt's Crescent that worked for Hunt. You're all at the table. Who's drinking? Balance up on the ale. I'm drinking. Temple sees his reflection in the pitcher and 
Oh, my mustache is crooked. Why didn't you guys tell me? <laughs> in Infernal, because I know Valen speaks Infernal, I just kind of say casually as if, like, like I'm rejoining mid-conversation. Um, Ringo, the cyborg mechanic from Hunt's Crescent, is at the table next to us. Don't turn around and look. Okay. Um, Valen's going to... He has his picture, and if it's reflective, I'm assuming, but I'll be able to... Actually, I'll, I'll like, kind of... Well, because... Temple just said he saw his reflection in the picture. Fair. Cannon. So, I hold the, as I pull the drink up, I kind of like angle it to where I can see behind me. Cool. And I can see him, and I just kind of like nod to Grayson, and I'm like, I see him. Valen, take a point of inspiration for that. Yeah. You instantly use the environment that someone yeah. else created yeah. and made a thing. That was really good. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is gambling. He's smoking a cigar, and he's just sitting there. Does he seem to like recognize Valen? Because I don't think he saw... I think he only ever saw Grayson and Valen. And Grayson looks different, so does he recognize... Not okay. not at this point. Or, like, realize that that's who he's sitting next to? I think he's a little inebriated. Okay, cool. I speak uh, draconic to Torash, and I say it's kind of rude when people use secret languages to <laughs> tell messages to each other, isn't it? And back, and back in Draconic, I say, Grayson can speak Draconic. Fuck! In Draconic. <laughs> yeah. And Grayson in Draconic says, Sorry, I was just trying to figure out who I could communicate to very quickly, but there's somebody from Hunt's Crescent at the table behind us. <laughs> Temple, like, tries to look over Valen's wings to see. Oh, Jesus. In Draconic, Grayson says, Temple, be cool. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Do we have any way of communicating with Jigalda? Uh, yeah, you can use your Robo Stone. Okay, um, I think I have it. I'm just gonna contact Jigalda. Just to be like, hey, Jigalda, just wanted to check in. Um, is Pants okay? Is Pants with you? Hello, Valen. Pants came and left. He forgot a bracelet. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> if, um, if you can track Pants down and let him know that the password to the fighting pits is Echo... Um, and then, and then, um, have him meet us down here. Tracking completed. I do not pick up Pants' signature, which means he may be underground. Oh, fuck. All right, um, thanks, Jigalda. No problem. All right, so I turned to the group, I'm like, well, um, <laughs> Pants picked up the bracelet, but, uh, apparently he's underground. I tried passing the password off to him, but... Maybe he snuck in. Yeah. Who of you speaks Thieves Camp? Me. Not me. Just me. Six, you notice the bartender is doing thieves can't to someone. And it's, he's saying, passed off new group to Fanton. Ah. Hmm. Hmm. Is Six keeping this to herself? I, I think she's just going to uh, keep watching for a second and just kind of think to herself, like, what that could possibly mean. And then as you keep watching, it says, Pay- overpaid me, but worth it. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Wow. It's L-A-W-L, too. Not even L-O-L. L-A-W-L. For anyone who doesn't know, Thieves Can't would be relatable to some like sign language, basically. So that's why Six can see this happening all the way at the bar, even though you're quite far from the bar. It's like baseball signals. Yeah. So, Six wants to say to Grayson, <sighs> Grayson, 
I think we may have been had. I'm shocked, he says. <laughs> com- clearly unshocked. <laughs> mm. Did you pay that guy at the bar a little extra for us to go next? Yeah. Yeah, um, well, I think we might see Phantom faster than we may have originally planned. That's good. I got a bullet with her name on it, so. Oh, shit. I have made it very clear that Grayson's goal is to kill her. I have made that very clear. You have, but it was just <laughs> awesome that you said it. I was like, damn, bullet. Why do you say that? Six? That I don't know, is but... She, does she work here? Our good friend the bartender is throwing some signals that tell me they think we're a group of dummies. Hmm. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah, they're not wrong. However, Phantom's name came up, too. Hmm. He just walks up. Can I take your order? It's Phantom. <laughs> hey, y'all! <laughs> yeah. Can I take your order? <laughs> is, this, is this where you're moonlighting, Phantom? <laughs> I'm going to interject and be like, well, Six, did you see uh, where the person that was talking to the bartender went? Like where they walked off to? No, I couldn't see that much. But something tells me if we find Phantom, we'll probably find Nicaea too. Well, I have a feeling if we sit here, Phantom will come to us, so. I guess we can sit, wait, and drink. Cheers. Temple, you're welcome to do some dancing and mantras, because that'll probably get her over here faster. <laughs> I mean, I can if you all want me to. Oh, no. <laughs> that one starts doing magic tricks with fire. <laughs> As you guys say that, the lights get even lower than they were. And you hear a voice <laughs> echo throughout the pits. A very familiar voice that you know well. Oh my god, it's Terrawind. <laughs> <laughs> She's the pirate queen all along. Suckers. Madden. Oh my god, that'd be one twist of an ending. Tara wins the BBEG. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. Uh, ladies and uh, uh, gentlemen. Yeah. She pulled a she pulled a Padme Amidala thing <laughs> where where she yeah. switched with Fenton and Fenton is actually Terowin. Mad Eye Moody situation. Oh jeez, yeah, wow. Okay, regular old Mad Eye Moody. Oh my god. And Korash is the most confused. <laughs> my emotions are torn. Oh my god. <laughs> and you hear Fenton Thornflute. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for blood? And everyone, like who's been here before? Yeah! Like a group yeah. cheer. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We do it all late, right? Are ready for survival? Yes. Yeah! Oh. Everyone. Ooh. Are you ready for credit? The biggest cheer. Yeah! Ooh. I'm actually all right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, please. People I shall pass. Gambling. And that that floating structure completely lights up, and Phantom, Thornflute, Corvell, and a new figure are all standing atop of it. Your game master has arrived, oh. and people oh, start freaking sense. out. Oh. So Phantom's hosting hmm. the games. So you all have now seen Phantom. Everyone's cheering around you. You all look at each other. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> I just kind of look at everyone, give them the old, you know, just kind of eye roll and just like, well, we're in for the long haul on this one. And I just kind of lean back and just kind of <laughs> like look and enjoy. 
I, I, I look to Grayson and see if he's unslinging his rifle. <laughs> no, Grayson's, Grayson's just leaning back in his chair, one leg propped up on the other, and just looking intently at uh, the floating platform. His face giving nothing away. Insight check. Pup, 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 poker <laughs> face. Do it. Insight versus deception. Let's go. Yeah, do it. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Surprise, surprise. He's pissed. <laughs> Grant, do it. Look, at, look at Grant's face. Grant's face is like, yeah. Gonna fucking fuck. <laughs> Taurus rolled a 14 for insight. Grayson rolled a 19. Sick dab, dude. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Is, is is Corvell the one that I like, took his gun? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, the irony. He's that guy who rolled like ones every five. I used to see the super cool, like, first mate, and he turned into like the biggest piece of stupid shit ever. <laughs> that was Corvell. Who's the one that Grayson just like knocked unconscious and like like dragged down into the hole? Oh, cat. Yeah. You threw them into the fucking yeah yeah goodbye yeah. <laughs> into the pit and closed it oh god yeah wild heroin and pants were still down there that's like yeah. one of my favorite like fourth wall breaking lines is just Anthony going I was like I, I did too many NPCs and Anthony just being like I'm trying to help you with <laughs> <laughs> is Stoner dead in the back do we have a oh, dead yeah, Stoner in the back oh it's been ten minutes for sure. Oh, yeah, he's, he's dead. Out. He's super dead. Wow. All right, Pete Stoner. Wow. I'm really glad Temple has no idea that that happened. Wow. Yeah. Need, needless stoner. stoner Just murder. like that. Holy shit. God. I was going to take, sucks. I forgot to take him out because I was going to take him out so we could have, like, a prisoner and also when he sobers up, like, get more well, information out of him. you know, that would be a statement. Like, you could just, <laughs> well, dead now. let's just take our three body parts let's and throw his dead lifeless a, corse and corpse into the ring. Do you have a revivify? Uh, no, sure don't. Not yet. Not yet? Oh, damn. <laughs> Not as a level one paladin. I don't have that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rangers get it eventually, but I don't... I'm not high enough. We have nothing in the bag, just a corpse. Just a dead corpse. We just, just got the, the bag, and there's already <laughs> a corpse in it. I'm like in shock right now. I can't believe Stoner's dead. Arlen, I think next ranger level. I think next ranger level. I get revivified. Just, just keep happens. his lifeless corpse in there until you get to next level. At this point, we can say we already completed a side quest. There you go. In one yeah. episode. There you so. go. We got multiple body parts. We just got to bring them back to her. We can get all the robes we want. You guys are, your characters are just like looking at each other like. I was just about to say, if she doesn't give us all three robes for a whole intact body, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm be pissed. So Phantom, Phantom dropped to level zero or to zero hit points then? Or not Phantom, excuse me, Stoner? Yeah. That means as a bonus action, I can put Hunter's Mark on somebody else. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Without having to recast his spell dead, slot. But I got my spell back. <laughs> <laughs> Party bonus. Wee. You should do it right now. Yeah, I'm going to uh, throw it on Phantom. Okay. Pop it on that bitch. Let's put her in the bag. Let's, let's keep it going. Come on, Josie. Yeah. Let's roll I'm in shock still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I can do this. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking <laughs> amazing. Stunner. Oh okay. Or Stoner becomes the bag man. I can't Have believe I- a fucking Stoner. bag of holding for <laughs> really five minutes, and we managed Woo! to kill somebody with the bag already. Jesus. It's a deadly bag. Amazing. It's a beautiful deadly bag. <laughs> Everyone's cheering, and then on the platform, mist kind of starts pouring off of it into the fighting pit. So think of like shitty fog machines that like put mist out, and then it like comes crawls down into the pit, and you see slithering, and the whole fucking audience gets quiet which is this place has been a shock of noise since you've been here and it's just a hush so you see a yanti 
Her scales are a mix of black and gold. She wears a beautiful, almost sheer outfit. Her muscled abdomen shows, and she has golden bracelets upon her wrists, her tail, a belt. She wears this stunning headpiece that has her old fangs like attached to it. She is stunningly beautiful. And if you don't think she's beautiful, she's still like, uh, there's a wow factor about this Yanti. And she slithers out. She's probably three feet taller than Fantin, who is about five feet tall when she kind of cobras herself up, holds her arms out. I need all of you to roll perception. Snake ass bitch. Taurus rolled a 12. Uh, Grayson rolled a natural 20 for 29. <laughs> Again. Awesome. Fuck you, yeah. dude. Temper rolled a 10. <laughs> uh, Vaughn rolled 11. Six rolled an 11. The DC was actually a 19. So the fact that Grayson got 10 points ahead is pretty fucking awesome. Grayson, you're zone, you were already zoning in on Phantom, cast, recasting your Hunter's Mark because you felt the presence of someone die in your fucking bag of holding. And then this beautiful Yanti slithers up and the, the sheer outfit she's wearing is kind of drawn together in a piece in the center of her chest. And as you look... You notice it's the same metal and designed craftsmanship as the tracker. Oh. It's the key. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. We found it. You are honor me with your presence. Let the games begin. And then she kind of sits back. There's you that huge monster that was like on the back end that kind of framed this fighting pit. You realize the mouth is actually a throne. And she slithers up to it and sits on it casually. And instantly there are these creatures that crawl to her like little mini cobras and bring her like drinks and grapes and fan her. And this is her fucking show. And people just start screaming for her. And you hear the crowd low-key go, Venom, 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 which was the drug that you had got given to Jericho. It's her Venom. And at that, Phantom says, Will the Harper's Requiem make their way to the first level? Well, that was fucking quick. I didn't pay 200 credits for nothing. All right, so we go down to the... I, I Valen chugs the beer and just slams it back down, so let's fucking go. Good thing we have our mustaches. The spotlights are looking around. They can't seem to find you just yet. You go to the second level. The second level, there are dancers upon poles doing intricate dances for everyone. Titty bar. They're not naked. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, they can be naked if you want. Yay. <laughs> the first level is just people standing behind a bar dealing credits. You see credits, you see old school gold, you see all kinds of things being passed around. It's the gambler's realm. They want to be up front on the fucking fight. And you all go to the first part, and then there's that orc looking at you who's at the bar, and he kind of nods his head. Hey, hey, God, what are the odds? It's a thousand to one. That we'll lose? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that we'll, we'll lose. Cool. Um, I'm going to bet all 30, 30 credits that I have left on us to win. Cool. 
I, as I walk by, I'm like, here, I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, 30 for us. A little gnome gives you a ticket. Cool. And then, and you have zero credits, no? It's swampy. And if we win, he gets 30,000 credits. I know. <laughs> if we lose, I die, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. This is this is what they call a win this is what they call a win win yeah, situation. Justine? Get another robe in my body. Justine? It's fine. I'll be really careful. I'm gonna bet a thousand credits on this to win. We're gonna get more robes. With your with your dead carcass. You're gonna bet you're gonna bet too? Yeah, Justine, I'm betting a thousand credits on this to win. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Watches Justine like fast tracks us out of here so we can't fucking cash out. If you don't remember, you don't remember. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> gonna remember, remember but <laughs> well, I'm gonna get my goddamn gold. The little gnome looks at you up and down and goes, Max bet a hundred credits. That's still a fuck ton of credits. I'll do a hundred. Okay. Yeah. That's a hundred thousand credits. Yeah. Yeah. He looks at you with eyes raised and he goes, You must have faith in these uh requiem folks. Know him, he's me. <laughs> well, everybody loves an underdog. And he just nods to him, pays the bet, and walks off. <laughs> takes it and goes, Professor Nax's creation is in, uh, something to bet against, and then takes your stuff. Yay, we get a Frankenstein's monster. Yes! You all go to the side, and you are put into a small room. That's You're by yourselves with the orc. He's kind of standing like a bodyguard almost, because he was the one who got you in. Anything you need to do before you go into the fighting pit, do it now. Anything you want to say to each other, anything you want to prep, any weapons you want to do, like what, whatever you need to do, I'm giving you your moment right now. You have about 10 minutes. Valen is going to pull off the scimitar of speed and kind of flourish it a little bit. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to turn to Torash. And I'll be like, Torash, um, are you familiar with the scimitar? I've practiced it in my trainings, yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm not quite proficient with this yet. Um, and it does some extra damage if you're interested in using it for the pits with your light sword. Oh, of course I am. I could always use a little bit more damage. I kind of like swirl it and I hand it off to him. And I take it. I actually do. Well, I did want to ask you, um, when we're all done with this... Do you think we could do some, like, training on the side and you can help me kind of be more proficient with some of these weapons? It's the least I could do for you, Vela. Temple, you were about to say that's something you wanted to do within the ten minutes. I think it's just a passing moment because, I mean, he he was in a... I mean, at the circus, he was in a similar situation and, you know, he, he was basically bestowed the mask and since then had like a strange like feeling of like I think Valen saw this where he or no Grayson saw this where he he touched the mask at one point and um was sort of overwhelmed by the the dark key and like he's thinking about that like if this is a if this fight is serious he may have to see about that or he might have to engage with that and he might not be might not be ready to so he I think is going to um, you know kind of handle the mask again and see if he can get that that feeling again and maybe investigate it okay yeah roll investigation that's a 12 the mask has a different 
feeling since you've put it on. There's almost a darkness that seems to go up in your hands, but the darkness makes the lightness burn brighter as well. Temple checks its knot on his uh, on his uh, robe, makes sure that it's nice and tight, and then stands ready with the group to step out onto the stage. Mm, Six just uh, grabs both of her daggers outside of her uh, on the outside of her thighs from her little holsters and does some dagger flipping and you know flippy spinnies. That noise says it all. I think Grayson is just uh, kind of standing quietly, just kind of like amped to go. And Alzeron has like crawled out and is like kind of curled on his shoulder. And Alzeron's getting bigger. He's like the size of like a Maine Coon now. Instead of like a smaller cat, he's he's growing. That's awesome. Six just looks at Valen and Grayson. And she says, you better split your winnings with me. Grayson just looks back and just says, don't die. Oh, I won't. You don't die. That's the plan. Uh, Val just kind of like nods. He's like, yeah, I'll cut you in on it. She winks at him. I hope Pants is okay. Yeah, if only Pants had a fucking Robostone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we if we don't win, Pants is going to be very fucking confused. <laughs> yeah. Thork says, y'all ready? Let's do it. Yeah, as we ever will be. This huge door opens. So you all walk out. Half the audience screams, cheers. But this isn't like when you were in the circus. This isn't encouraging. This is violent. This is guttural. Like, we want to see blood. Like, ah! And then the other half is, boo, you fucking suck. Rip them apart. Just like tons of screams. Like, these are violent. Gnarly. This is like the the, the black, black market. Like, this is the underground. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm doing a lot of claws right now, and I'm describing. And um, <laughs> and so you all, you all come out, and you notice, you hear a zzz, zzz, zzz sort of hum, and there is a uh, force field around the platform Phantom's on, and you come out. So Grayson is the one who walks out the farthest, and we hear. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we have Sir Someone who's going to be competing today. Would she recognize me? Oh, yeah. And she, well, I mean, she recognizes the rest of you and your hair's just dyed. You're not wearing a black, you're not wearing a baseball cap, so. But I have, I have black hair. Yeah, I think if she saw you in passing, she wouldn't, but she recognizes the rest of the group, including Six, who was her old colleague. And then your hair's just different. Sure. Um, And she winks at you. Oh, I'm not even looking at her. Um, Valen's gonna turn around and see and look at um, Corvell, and then he's gonna pull out his pistol, reach across, and then kind of do like twirly thing, and then just um, kind of like show him, and then just and then, and then holster it back in. Corvell fucking cracks his knuckles, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna get my goddamn gun back!" And Phantom's like, "Now, now, darling, not yet." <laughs> Six, did you notice how big my hoops have gotten? And they're almost to her shoulders. When we win, I'm gonna take those. I've been looking for a new pair of hoops. Well, you do have a big heart, so you can wear them. Where's your little small butter friend? Butter friend. Well, uh, pants is of no concern to you. 
<laughs> I'll make sure to put that on your epitaph when you die. I need Torash, Temple, and Six to roll dexterity saving throws. Do I get... Do I see this so I get advantage because of my danger sense? Sure. So with advantage, Torash rolled a 15. Temple rolled a 25. Six rolled a 14. Uh, Six, you feel warmth Mm. on your shoulder and a weird smell and sound. And you look up and Corvel has pulled his dick out and he's pissing on you. Oh. Gross. Do I see this? Yeah, you all see it. What the fuck? I pulled Six out of the way. Wait, wait, wait. Six wants to do something. Um, Six wants to throw a dagger right at his fucking dick. You take this dagger, turn around and throw it, and it bling, bounces off a force field and comes back to you. Oh, god damn it! there's a force field. Any reaction from Corbell? Corbell just laughs and then zips his zipper. What a dick. Yeah, literally. Woodley. Well then, Woodley, Six is gonna say, <laughs> when we get out of here, I'm gonna cut your dick off and I'm gonna sham it <laughs> down your throat. Sounds like uh, you have a lot of confidence in yourself. And then Fanta at that point slaps him and says, I'm running the show here, Corvel. As you can all tell, we've met, and her voice is booming, it's being amplified. We've met these amazing fighters before. This is the epic. And then she looks at her hand. Harper's Requiem? That's what you came up with? That's cute. I love it. Valen ah. flips her off. She <laughs> goes like a little smooshy to you. Well, I was expecting six players, but I guess we'll have to do with five. I know these phenomenal fighters from some times when we were doing some things on Invinia. When all of a sudden one of them decided to become an eco-terrorist. And we don't we don't like when people try to pitch. She just like goes into this like monologue about how horrible Grayson is. Just like over and over. And she says, no response or someone? Oh, Grayson back turned, ignoring her. He's reaching down, taking the dirt from the pit and like rubbing it on his hands, just getting ready for the fight. Oh, fucking yeah. awesome. She she looks frustrated. Yeah. She's really trying to get a rise from Grayson. She goes, yeah. well, fine, I'll go ahead and since I know the level of combat that these fools are used to, she snaps her fingers and a beautiful holographic image of a flower appears above the stadium and slowly is turning and she says, every time one of the petals falls. An element of this arena will become harder for you to navigate. And people are like, oh, shit. Like, fuck. Like, the audience is like, we've never seen this before. And then she goes, I'll control uh, the petals, my darlings. And you look up. This holographic flower looks exactly like the flower that Grayson had started picking the petals off of. But as you look up, you notice a little a little black speck in the rafters where the, the lights are above the flower. <laughs> and you just hear, Here I come! Ha ha! Yeah! And two wings come out of Fidget holding pants, and pants glides down, lands among you, and flips off Phantom. I've arrived. <laughs> Let's do this, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where we're going to end the session. Yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> Thanks for listening, nerds. We appreciate you. Check out our Patreon and may all your space travels be safe.